welcome to Four-Legged Kids Unleashed, a peek inside 25 years of private care for St. Louis pet families. I'm Janie Budnick, president and founder of Four-Legged Kids. Get ready for stories from the trenches, along with a bit of advice for you pet parents out there, because our day is way more than cuddling your cute puppers and fluffers. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's Four-Legged Kids Unleashed podcast. You know, we were all sitting around the office this past week thinking of what you might want to listen to about our fun, enjoyable adventures with St. Louis area pets. And we have something special for all of you true crimes listeners out there. We have this week, the True Poop Podcast. Of course, our lives are pretty much full of it. So we wanted to tell you a few little stories about the adventures that we have out with pets every day. So first of all, we're going to talk about Deuce having a deuce. Now, this is a client of ours that we've had for quite a long period of time. Who knows? They might actually be listening to this podcast right now. But one of their dogs, Sweet Chocolate Lab named Deuce, he is a pretty amazing guy. You know, you learn quickly whenever you are a professional dog walker that you should always carry an extra supply of poop bags. Sometimes as pet owners, you might run into that situation where your dog goes out and throws down two piles for you when you were only expecting one and you have only one bag on hand. You know, that's the point where you look around like, um, did anybody just see that? Can I just like slide away slowly and nobody will notice that that's there? Or maybe you're the kind that, you know, finds a stick and puts it in the ground. So you'll go back around the neighborhood later to pick that up. Or, you know, maybe you just pretend there's cameras out there and you say, hey guys, I gotta, I gotta go get another bag. I didn't bring an extra one, you know. We've, you know, we, we've definitely all done all of that except for the first one, of course, because we do pick up every time it is the law. So, we are poop picker uppers. Well, you know, one of the things that we typically do if we have a route where we are walking dogs and maybe we're walking out and we're walking back the same way. I personally don't like just carrying a fresh smelly wad. Even if it's in a good bag, somehow the smell always gets out, doesn't it? So if we are just doing a route or a circular pattern, we will, of course, toss a bag, leave it there on the sidewalk, pick it up on our way back so we don't have to walk the entire path with it. And I can definitely say Deuce. I have I have a talent with Deuce. Of course, like I said, he typically will throw a Deuce for me, and I always know to take extra bags when I pick up something. Well, okay, so we'll say I think, you know, I've probably thrown myself under the bus before. I have the worst arm ever. Um, if you want me to hit something, Tell me not to hit it because then I inevitably will because I cannot hit what I am aiming for. And of course, if you have a bag of fresh chocolate lab dog poop, which is certainly beyond chihuahua size, and you are trying to throw it across the street to pick it up on your way back through so you don't carry it the whole time, I am the only person that can manage 
to get such lift on that bag that it lands in a tree. Not once, but twice. Now, the time that I did it, and it was actually summertime, it was hidden by the leaves. It was actually a recyclable green bag. So, you know, when I think back, it was it was out of reach, and it might not have been a good thing if somebody was walking under the tree when the recycling finally broke down. Hmm. Well, this was a couple of years ago, so I can't go back and change that decision now, but... The time that uh, it happened and the leaves weren't out on the trees yet and there was this bright green poop bag hanging in a branch. Fortunately, I was able to get my umbrella and poke it out of that branch. But yes, I have terrible aim. I don't know how much lift. I don't know. There's probably a, a formula for that. Mass times velocity. I don't know. Plus the angle. Yep, there's got to be a, a formula out there somewhere. I'm sure we have some math geniuses that can tell me uh, what the probability is that I would actually manage to throw a poop bag in a tree again. But I have great talent. I can just tell you that. So we have so many stories, especially of your dogs and the things that they poop out. So we have had a dog poop out an entire sock, not a baby sock. An adult sock, pooped out a sock. I don't remember what color it was. We have found tampons. We have found tinsel. Now, tinsel can be a little bit dangerous during the holiday time, so I will give a piece of advice since the holidays are coming. Make sure that you keep tinsel and ribbons away from your cats. I don't know if it is just mine or if you experience this, but some of them are obsessed about chewing and swallowing it. And there is, of course, a chance that the length of that can get lodged in their intestines and cause a lot of problems. So try to keep all of that put away from your cats to keep them safe this coming holiday season. But yes, we have found pieces of tinsel in the poop before. Squeakers, of course. How many of you have dogs? Raise your hands. Dogs that feel like it is their life's purpose to de-squeak every toy they get. I don't know, it's like the, the squeak offends them and they must get rid of it and swallow it. Well, yes, we do find squeakers in dogs' poop. Of course, uh, one of our managers was talking about a dog that pooped a balloon and our other manager asked if it was deflated or not. But um bum right? Um, we all kind of stopped for a second and then we all busted out in laughter. So yes, we have seen balloons in dog's poop, but no, it doesn't manage to travel all the way through inflated. We recently had a smaller dog that pooped out a decorative silver ball on a chain. We didn't know if it was a key tag or what it was. We really didn't want to get close enough to figure it out. Now, probably the best story came from our HR manager, Jenny. She said that there was actually a friend of hers. So this was not a client, a friend of hers whose dog ate $200, got a hold of two $100 bills, was one of those that was a snatch and grab and swallowed it. So they followed the dog around until it pooped the $200 back out. It was in a couple of pieces, but they washed it 
taped it up and I'm pretty sure they probably spent it as fast as possible, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, and our office manager, uh, previously, um, her previous husband had the old Nextel phones. You remember those? They had the SIM cards in there. It's not like where you can just put two phones next to each other and data transfers. Well, the dog chewed up the Nextel phone and ate the SIM card, which had all of his work contacts in it. I don't know if you remember like how much of a panic that was in the new technology when you thought you lost everything. Well, so they did the same thing. Follow the dog around. It pooped out the SIM card. He tried to wash it up, but alas, all of it was damaged and he could not get his work contacts back. We have literally had a dog snatch a glove right off of a sitter's hand and swallow it right away. That was her favorite set of gloves, too. Hmm. I remember back whenever I worked as a vet tech in a, a local um, veterinary clinic that we had a dog came, came in and uh, we took an x-ray because it had tummy upset. And there was literally a perfect shaped Barbie shoe, one of the heeled shoes. You could completely tell there was a Barbie shoe in that dog's intestines. And of course, we do have occasional near, near misses. We had a sitter recently with a doodle who was a little bit mischievous and ran to her at the door with mama's lacy underwear. And of course, you know, you never want to chase a dog when they have something of high value like that. So uh, we had quite the chase around uh, the house, but she finally was able to find some sort of a toy that was a higher value than the underwear to rescue the underwear. Of course, otherwise we would have probably been watching for underwear coming out in dog's poop, which I'm sure is not unheard of and I'm sure it has happened before. So, of course, in the True Poop Podcast, we have to end it with the poop eaters out there. Y'all know which one of you have dogs that are poop eaters. You usually don't want to admit it in social circles because it's nasty. It's one of those things that, oh, you have pet lovers that come over and they love your dog and your dog starts licking them and you're like, oh, do I really want to tell them that the dog was just out snacking in the backyard? Ugh. So yes, this is a thing. It is called coprophagia. And that is the big 50 cent word for your dog is nasty and eats poop. Of course, there are all sorts of reasons out there that people say that they do eat poop. Uh, you know, I, I will definitely admit that I had a poop eater and he was not, he was not just a poop eater. I mean, he was a snatch and grab poop eater. Uh, fortunately he wasn't thrilled at his own fresh steamy piles and he preferred, I don't know, letting them cure for a while, whatever goes on in a dog's mind, right? His favorite was poopsicles in the wintertime. I don't know why he liked those so much. You would really think that poop would taste nasty. Of course, the funny thing is one of the biggest remedies for it is, um, is something you can get from your veterinarian that you mix in with say canned food and they eat it and it's supposed to make their poop taste bad make it's like you have to say that again it it's supposed to make their poop taste bad so i'm not really sure how that works but 
It does actually help. Uh, of course, it is a little bit challenging if you have multiple dogs in your household. Of course, always the best bet is pick up that do right away. But again, if you're like, oh, if it's raining and you have a fenced in backyard and you're like, okay, just go out and use the bathroom really quick. And you really don't want to get out there and get soaked or, you know, maybe it's, you know, yay, Missouri, 10 degrees outside and you open the door and you stand there waiting for them to come back in. There are times when you just aren't able to pick it up right away. And then there's always the challenge with multiple dogs and, you know, they eat each other's poop and you have to start giving them each medication. It, it can be a little bit challenging. So, you know, to all of you parents of poop eaters out there, I see you. I've been through it. I know how disgusting it is. But alas, it is an issue with our dogs. We love them anyway. We just don't let them lick us, right? So thank you for listening to our True Poop podcast. This one was really full of it. Hopefully y'all have a great rest of your week and we'll have something special for you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Four-Legged Kids Unleashed. If you are needing dog walking and pet sitting yourself, check out our website at fourleggedkids.com. And as always, if you have a warm heart for another cold nose, make sure you visit one of our sponsored shelters at fourleggedkids.com forward slash rescue.